Hey, welcome back, everyone. Last week, we talked about protein. And this week, since we're in the month of January, we want to talk about how to prepare for a detox. Because a lot of you may be wondering, what's the best way to start a detoxification process? So without further ado, Jennifer, let's get into this popular topic. Yeah, I think it's a great one. Oh, yeah. So if somebody comes to you and, and they say, you know, Jennifer, for the last, well, really for my whole life, I've been eating the standard American diet and I really want to try a juice fast. Do you think it's okay if I just go cold turkey and from a you know McDonald's to Big Mac and then tomorrow I'm going to just go right to a juice fast? What would you tell them? That is probably going to be a little too harsh for their body. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, you talk about flu-like <laughs> symptoms. You might even feel like you're dying there. <laughs> Go to the emergency room. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. So the first thing I do is tell people, you know, let's first taper you off the standard American foods, um, especially processed foods. If you're eating fast food, then definitely eliminate that. Maybe even get into mono meals. That can be kind of boring for some people, but it's definitely a good way to clean up the diet first before you go into a juice fast. Now, if you are really, really sick, and then sometimes that may be a you may just have to go right in. You're just yeah. knowing, you know, you're going to feel pretty bad. Um, but sometimes, you know, if you're in a very serious situation. Now, disclaimer: this is not medical advice. Um, we are only educators here. Um, we do not diagnose, treat, or prescribe. And the information we're sharing today, make sure it sits right with you. Do your own research. We're two people. You know, do your own research um, before you do any of these methods. But um, for me, I always taper people off of these standard American foods, eliminate processed foods, eliminate sugar, eliminate caffeine. Um, a lot of times people think caffeine is going to be the hardest but it's actually the sugar. Um, sugar is really, really difficult for people. Um, and you don't realize how much sugar you're eating. You know, if you're a hamburger bun you're, to your body is sugar. And so people think, you know, I don't eat a lot of sugar, but they eat sandwiches or pizzas or pasta. And all of those are made out of flours, which are treated as sugar in your body. And so you may not be adding extra sugar to your thing, to your foods and drinks, but you're still taking in a lot of sugar and eliminating those can be really hard on the body, the way it activates your brain and things like that. And so first we'll eliminate things like that. And then um, we'll, we'll transition into more like a juice cleanse. Now I do like the three-day juice cleanse like Dr. Christopher recommended. Um, I actually am doing a juice cleanse right now. It is world, is it world cleanse week or something like that it starts on Monday and I have something conflicting with that. And so I'm doing mine a little bit early. Anyway, what do you do when clients come in to see you? Well, the first thing is we look at, I want to see their, what they're eating currently. And sometimes we try to find alternatives. If they like, well, if they like hamburgers, <laughs> we try to find a veggie burger that they might like to begin with because and this is like you're saying if they're not sick but they want to transition mm -hmm. and you know there's a lot of good recipes for for veggie burgers on you know but you can find but if the people 
If the individual is busy or they're not ready to cook yet, there are some decent commercial veggie burgers. Um, but, you know, you can find alternatives for a lot of things now, especially it's not health food, but there are a lot of vegan alternatives now for transitioning because some people it's really hard. If you go from a Big Mac to, I don't know, eating beans and broccoli, most people aren't going to be able to do that initially. So we, we work really slowly get them off the bad foods and eventually they will learn to crave vegetables i know you may not believe that right now but you will eventually crave vegetables yes yeah when i travel yeah oh my gosh and i'm out of my routine it's like all of a sudden i'm like i need some broccoli <laughs> yeah 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 it's all about what we train ourselves to like really right right and i was a big meat eater before and so I, I completely relate. And, and you're right. So there are definitely some alternatives that you can transition into um, that are that taste good, but yeah. we have to look at them as transition foods. Like you can buy um, vegan cheeses in yeah. the grocery store. And a lot of them do taste like cheese. And it's been so long for me. Um, they taste more like cheese than they did when I first transitioned. But if you look at the ingredients on those cheeses i mean they have you know 15 20 different ingredients and that's that's not healthy so it can help oh, yeah. you make this you know the steps towards healthier eating to think of them as temporary foods as oh, you transition into a whole food plant-based um, but there are a lot of those things that are available oh yeah and if you i mean of course if you can do it without them i would recommend that but you know, maybe a transition of two or three weeks, you know, but I always tell people, they'll ask me now because there's so many products, are those healthy? I'm like, no, they're not healthy, but they're probably healthier than your Big Mac. Yes. They don't have any cholesterol in them. Most of your cholesterol start to go down some, but right. ideally what we want to be eating are whole grains, you know, kind of, and we want to get most of our calories and vegetables and fruits, in my opinion, and then some nuts and some beans thrown in there for good measure. And I like fresh juices, but you have to get a juicer. Well, you can use a blender yeah. and blend it really well and then strain it. I do have some people oh, that yeah. will do that. But, you know, I had uh, one of the really expensive, inexpensive juicers. I don't know, like a... I don't know what they're called, Hamilton Beach or something like that. Yeah. That was my starter one. It was like less than 50 bucks. Yeah. And it worked great. Yeah. And then I decided to upgrade. So I got one that was, I don't know, maybe $300. And I actually missed my cheap juicer. And so you don't, if you're just starting out, don't go all out and spend $1,000 on a juicer. No. Just get the one you can afford. Use it for now. If you like juices, you get into the habit of using juices then plan on making the investment in a more expensive juicer. But a lot of times people will go into juicing and then they'll go, this isn't for me. And then I mean, you can find juicers on eBay and everywhere else used because people don't stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I do like juicing um, seasonally. And um, right now it's not really the right time for me. I'll be doing it again in a few months, actually. Um, I'm just doing it because it's the worldwide juice week but i will be in, in my program we do juice um in my create in the winter and in the summer but i do like 
to juice seasonally just to help cleanse, which I think we talked about in an episode a few weeks ago. So what other aids do you use with your clients as far as when the cleansing goes? Do you use any herbs or anything yes. else? Mm-hmm. I use a lot of different herbs and different tools, which I think we'll talk about in another episode. But I also look at different um, foods and herbs to help with the cleansing process um, because you need lots of B vitamins and vitamin C and a lot of protein just for detox to even happen. And so people hear that and they're like, well, how do you get the protein? If you're juicing, you have to juice greens. If you juice greens, greens are so high in protein. Listen to our last episode where we talk about protein. Um, But you need those different amino acids and some are essential and some are non-essential, meaning that your body will make them, but you have to give your body the precursors for that. And so vitamin C is very important all your raw fruits and vegetables are going to give you vitamin C. Um, The B vitamins, which are going to be in a lot of your greens, they're mostly in beans and sprouts, which we may not have in our juices, um, unless you juice (laughs) sprouts. I haven't done that. Um, But I do add um, greens as in herbs, cilantro, parsley, Parsley is high in so many different vitamins and minerals. Um, Nettle, um, stinging nettle, one of the highest in vitamins and minerals. Juice some kale, very high. Collards, any of those cruciferous vegetables. They're going to give you a harshness. Um, I don't know. How how do you describe that? Almost like a peppery um, taste, those cruciferous vegetables. But you can make it a little bit milder by throwing in cucumber. Now, no, Dr. Christopher recommends uh, mono. Um, yeah. meal or mono juices where you stick to only one all day. Like you'd have carrot juice, diluted carrot juice all day long, or diluted apple juice um, all day long. Those are very high in your enzymes, which help. Um, I also like to use milk thistle. Milk thistle is wonderful for the liver. It's specific for um, the liver. Um, but before all of that, which we didn't talk about preparing for the detox, we haven't talked about the cleansing method. Like using the lower bowel formula, you know, making right. sure we do talk about it in all of our episodes, but we need to make sure that the pathways are open um, so that you're eliminating correctly. We want to make sure that everything's um, being excreted through the urinary tract and the colon, but then we also need to work our way up, meaning make sure the kidneys are clean and the liver is clean as well. And so I do like to start people on those formulas first before a juice fast as well i don't i don't know if you do that yeah we didn't talk about we, we skipped over that yes best to <clears throat> transition them to a plant-based diet and put them on the lower bowel formula and it's good for the person to start having at least two bowel movements a day before we start putting you know more intense detoxification like juices because juices really start to deep cleanse the body and if you are not going to the bathroom those toxins are just going to recirculate they have right. to come out you know and they get worse and worse each time when you're when chemicals go through the liver the first stage kind of well it depends if it recognizes it has time to process it 
then it actually will make it a little bit more harsh and then go into phase two and make it safer to move through the body. Well, if it does that and then it sits in your colon too long, it gets reabsorbed, but now it's in a more harsher form. It's, it's more dangerous actually. And then that goes back into your blood, into your liver, and then you have a buildup of a more toxic substance in the liver and it can actually make it harder. If your liver is handling too many things at one time, it can't do all of that at one time. It's gonna start wrapping it mucus and stuff it um, in the liver, which can lead to a whole nother host of problems. So yes, we wanna make sure that the eliminatory pathways are open before we begin this cleansing process so that as those things come out, they get out of the body. Yeah, good point. How long, I mean, uh, I remember, uh... Dr. Schultz said that he would put his people on the colon cleanse for a month or two before he would go any any farther with them because, I mean, most people are constipated and a lot of people like, no, I'm not. Well, yeah, well, I think they go regularly. Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I go two, three days a week, every week. Oh. So they think that's fine. Well, no, you need to go every time you eat a large meal. You eat a large meal, the stomach expands, the nerves are sent down to the ileocecal valve to open and move things along. And a little while later, you have the urge to go. So every time you eat a large meal, your stomach should expand and that should be happening. Just like with the baby, you know, you feed a baby, you have to go change its diaper shortly after you're training a puppy, you feed the puppy. You know, I need to go out. We need to go for a walk after this meal. That's how our bodies are supposed to work. But as I think it was Dr. Schultz that talked about this, you know, we train to hold it. We train, we are, we get trained not to go to the bathroom. You have to hold it in school. You you can't go during class. You can only go during the bells, but then you don't, you have the timing and all of that, or it's embarrassing to go to the bathroom. You have a work environment where it's too difficult to get to the bathroom or you're under so much pressure. I don't have time to go to the bathroom right now. And so we just hold it, hold it, hold it. And we lose those signals in the intestines to move things along and things get backed up, which is why you need to do these cleanses. You know, I think Dr. Christopher said, you know, all disease begins in the gut. Yeah. So we need to cleanse. Now I know you've done some extended juice cleansing. Am I correct? Um, I have never done more than three days. Um, And so I'm not sure what I'll do this time. I'll do the three days next week. I have my rainbow challenge and then maybe I'll pick it back up and do longer but, but I'm not sure. I know a lot of people will do the extended juice cleanse to help remove the mucosal, am I saying it right? The mucus plaque. Yeah. Um, I've mm-hmm. never experienced that, but I know a lot of people have. What was your experience on the extended fast? <clears throat> well, here's the thing where people, for, for anybody who thinks they're not constipated, I did a 95 day juice fast, which means I did not have any solid foods for 95 days. It was juice with no pulp. And I still had a, a bowel movement every single day for the whole entire course. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I was taking the bowel herbs, but you kind of have to, to keep everything going. Right. And I mean, I'm not trying to be disgusting here, but <laughs> once you start getting, I say after a few weeks, the stools start to, sometimes they're like really black, you know, and they That's smell better. horrible. Mm-hmm. This is proof that there's old there's old fecal matter in the body, like Dr. Christopher said. There's old fecal matter. The body stores it. Mm-hmm. And I've heard all these, well, but I went and got a colonoscopy, and the doctor said there's nothing up there, and it's clean, you know? Mm-hmm. 
but not from my experience. And anybody who anybody else who does a extended juice cleanse, they will get they will have bowel movements every single day. Now, where is that coming from? Because we're not even we're not having solid foods. You know? Right. There's no. I don't fiber. think I had necessarily any big plaques come out, but sometimes I mean, even sometimes I would see like little little tiny parasites come out i've heard that too like flukes yeah, yeah. i think dr christopher said it's almost like the lining of a bicycle tire yeah. you know just the the black rubber tube and i've heard some other um practitioners say that as well that um they experience that you know it's that is kind of horrifying but then you feel so good afterwards it's like we're removing the block between the intestines and nerve endings and where you can absorb foods you know if you have those plaques in there then vitamins and minerals and and things are not getting through into your bloodstream the way that they should be exactly and after you got all that all the talks all the plaque removed from the colon you usually require less food because the body absorbs more of the food that you're eating. Because mm -hmm. a lot of the food, our body can't absorb it. I mean. Right. Right. And then if you're eating poor quality food too, then you have less to absorb on top yeah. of um, not being able to absorb it. Yes. And those poor quality foods also change the whole microbiome so that you aren't absorbing the right things too. And so it's just, it's a vicious cycle. So it's very important. So. Let's recap. So when someone comes and they need to, maybe they have a chronic illness or maybe they're just wanting to make sure that they live to 100 healthy and strong. Um, so someone comes and they want to do a cleanse or a fast, then the first thing we do is put them on plant-based diet. Um, and so we didn't talk about that, but plant-based because it is low, it's very low acid forming. Um, you can get all the amino acids and vitamins and minerals that your body needs um, off of all processed foods, sugar and caffeine and inflammatory foods so that your body is uh, feels gentle and able to cleanse and eliminate properly. We also put them on things like the lower bowel formula, not, not recommending. I want you to do your own research, but um, there are several different um, practitioners that have herbal products um, that contain things like Sacara, Sagrada, and um, aloe vera, and things like that, that are gentle to the system and not addictive, and also don't make it where you have to run to the bathroom. Um, a lot of times when people start on these different things, they have to stay on them. And so we want you to be on an herbal product where you don't have to stay on it for life. You just have something um, gentle to move things along. Um, so we want to start them on things like that, plant-based diet, and then do a three-day juice fast to help cleanse um, from there. Um, now in Dr. Christopher's program, and in, actually in mine too, even with my juice, um, I do add some oil um, in there. I know that I said that I don't like oils, but I do think it's important to include a little bit of oil and a something citrus. Um, to, to help with the bile ducts. We want to make sure we're lubricating the bile duct, um, which is important for breaking down um, proteins and fats in the body. And so I do include those in my juice fast. And Dr. Christopher even included things like apple cider vinegar and molasses for extra vitamins and minerals because those are important for the cleanse. And what would you like to add to that, Daniel? 
also like to add in a <clears throat> herbal vitamin formula like bottle herbs or superfood, or you can make your own. And sometimes I, I, mean, I don't know how you feel about yeast, but some of the fast they also add yeast because it's got a lot of B. I know it's synthetic. Mm-hmm. But another thing I like to add is uh, um, uh, what is it called? It's it basically it's vegetable broth. You make your own vegetable broth and you drink yeah. it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it gives you a lot of potassium. That's mm-hmm. what I did when I did a long juice cleanse. I did I did juice and I did vegetable broth to make and I did the herbal vitamins to make sure I, my body got everything it needed to throw off because you like you're saying you had to have the amino acids and the vitamins for the body to detox. So I recommend all those things. Um, I know the last time I did a juice fast like this, I did it's like I craved something like a soup, and yeah. so I did make I did make a broth um, just yeah. to help satisfy that craving my family wasn't going through it with me and so I would sit down with them while they ate dinner and that yeah. can be difficult and so I would make a broth so at least I'm eating my soup while you're having your spaghetti or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah it actually tastes really good when, when you're on a juice fast the, the warm broth tastes really good it's like a yes treat. yes and a lot of herbal teas yes um, I, like right now I'm drinking ginger tea um, I will, I'll have some green tea. There are some components in green tea that are also helpful. I'll have it this morning because it does still have a little bit of caffeine and caffeine can be, depending on your genetics, um, can be hard on the liver, but I will have a little bit of green tea and ginger tea. Um, and then I have some other herbal teas. I like to have like nettles and um, red raspberry, those that are very high in vitamins and minerals. Sounds great. Yes. So I think that can wrap it up for us, you know, how to prepare for a cleanse. Next week, we'll talk more about cleansing tools and methods to help with cleansing. Um, so please join us for that episode. Um, comment and let us know how you feel about our podcast. Let us know what other, other topics you would like to hear as well. Thanks for joining us.